Ever since the Prime Minister put a stake in the ground yesterday and swore that there'll be no more regional fuel taxes as long as she's in charge, I've been wondering who exactly the winners and losers are out of this move. Obviously, the opposition will be strutting around claiming victory. We'll hear from Barry Soper on this in a moment. It was the opposition's incessant hectoring on the issue in the House that finally prompted the PM to say enough. She forgot to tell Shane Jones, but there's the thing. And she made her mind up yesterday and declared it yesterday. But I guess she was just going to do anything to make them all just shut up with their constant whinging. And Mr Bridges will be breathing a sigh of relief because finally uh, something went right. (laughs) And he can chalk up what he thinks is a victory. But is this a victory for the nation? Is this a victory for common sense and logic? On that, I'm not so sure. Now, firstly, uh, it was a rumour to me that further regional fuel taxes were to come. It was a rumour that was hard to substantiate. A bit like Jamie Lee Ross's claims about donation fraud, uh, there was no smoking gun. There is legislation that specifically prevents any more regional fuel tax rises before 2021. It is true that councils have been talking to the government about uh, letting them do what Auckland got to do. It is true that 14 councils indicated that they liked them at this year's local government conference. And it is true that the government heard them out. But, you know, that's a long way from becoming a reality. So this, to me, was an opposition stopping something that hadn't even started. And secondly... Is it a good thing that no Jacinda Ardern-led government will ever use regional fuel taxes at all? Now, we all know that fuel taxes are ugly and blunt, and they're instantaneous, and they're easily observable, and they do hurt the poor more. But don't, for one moment, think that if we got rid of them, we won't end up paying the bill, and because we will. The Auckland Regional Fuel Tax is to raise $1.5 billion towards infrastructure, Okay, Then using that money, the authorities will be able to borrow another $3 billion more. All up, they say it's $4 billion towards a $28 billion bill uh, to fix up the infrastructure, which we all know is stuffed. It's a basket case, says the minister. So without the tax, you'd have two options. Either you'd do $4 billion less work, which won't fix the problem, will it now? Then you'll slowly end up paying the fuel tax as you sit in congestion, burning your slightly cheaper petrol. Or they do the whole work, the $28 billion, and they pull the $4 billion out of you elsewhere, like through your rates. This is the thing. It doesn't matter how they do it. You're still going to have to pay for it one way or another. But I don't blame Jacinda Ardern for doing what she did, faced with such a chorus of people who want the world but don't want to pay for it. After all, that's what we've been doing for half a century, and look where it's got us. In time, I wonder whether this win might come to be seen as a Pyrrhic victory.